Yeah. It's Buku One here. One thing I know, every good podcast deserves its own theme song. Oh, for sure. And this one most definitely deserves its own theme song. We changing the game on the name, put respect. Uncle Dad talks, yeah, live and direct. What did you expect from the two? Dad is here. Uh, I brought that back, Mike. I brought that back just for you. Is that really what you're going to do now? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm mm. just going to mess with that now. You know, Matthew McConaughey mm. is a big uh, inspiration to me. Oh, That's, is that that has something to do with him? Kind of, barely. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. barely. No kidding. Uh, sir, so where are we right now? Tell, tell everybody where we are. Well, we're on the sidewalk <laughs> in San Francisco, and I think I see some human feces over there. I wouldn't be surprised. I did, we did walk by some earlier, for sure. Did we? Yeah. Oh, fun. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're in, uh, in, uh, in San Francisco, uh, right on the edge of the mission, at, uh, in front of the armory for the Stranger Things experience. That's right. We are doing the uh, Stranger Things experience. We've actually partnered up with Netflix and uh, Fever and... Secret San Francisco, and uh, we're here doing uh, a little like full experience. And not only is it you and I, we have a special guest. He was such a uh, big part of our 420 special. I feel he, made, he, I think honestly, he made that episode shine like hardcore. What do you think? He saved it. Yeah, <laughs> he saved it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what I what I love the most about this guy is that he just brings such a fun, can-do energy, and I'm so excited to bring back the little man. If you remember that, <laughs> let's give it up for the one and only. Ian, little man in the house. I guess you just gotta lean into those <laughs> yeah, kind of things. Yeah, you know that's it, man. I don't. Know, Mike always like gets it all like, oh, don't call him that. But it's like, you know, it's all in good fun. Yeah, you gotta take uh, take what hurts and turn it into your shield, right? <laughs> exactly, my man. There's all an right. expression, but something like that. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about uh, Stranger Things, sir. You know, last the last time we did we did how you were here, we did uh, 420, and that's easy questions. What are some of your questions this time? For Stranger Things. Uh, so I'm a big Stranger Things fan myself, so I'm kind of curious how the people here view the show. Uh, I want to know, first of all, we're going we're gonna to play F*** Mary Kill. Uh, it's a tried and true game at parties or any awkward social situation you're in. Pretty much what this bit that I'm doing is. So F*** Mary Kill, Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, and The Office. And, and Uncle Dad, tell us... How would you assess such a such a question? Well, I don't want to say Stranger Things because there's minors in there. Somebody said that to me earlier. <laughs> I asked them about that. They were like, well, there are kids in that show. I'm like, well, that's not what I meant. Yeah, you might want to rethink that question a little bit. <laughs> I mean, do I have to define what means and what Mary means in this? It's like a one more time, forever, and never again would okay. be the analogy. Okay, I like it. I like it. All we'll right. see how I need to lean into that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so I'll say this. Uh, I guess... <laughs> Stranger Things. Okay, one one more time. <laughs> Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, that's what a horrible thing to say right in front of the. Uh... No, it's a good. It's in, it's endearing. You have uh, lust for it, Stranger it, Things. Is it okay? Good. You lust for Stranger Things. Not anybody in it. Just the show. Okay, you're right. Good good man. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> kill uh, Breaking Bad. Okay, no more Breaking Bad for you. And then you're 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 gonna go steady for all of eternity with The Office. I think I would because it's pretty funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I understand. 
I get it. And then I want to follow up with with people because I know there's going to be a lot of Stranger Things yeah, right, diehards right. in there. So I want to see where Stranger Things ranks amongst their their top television shows of all time. Maybe we get like it's right in between blank and blank for the people who have come. Well, I would say for me, it's probably probably top nine. Probably my nine. Number nine on, on the top ten list for you. Number one's always going to be The Wire, but... Uh, yeah, that's in my top five as and well. And number two would probably be True Detective. At least wow. season one and season two. See, I think True Detective loses on the longevity scale. Sure, sure. Because they have the one season that was dope, but season two was... I don't know. Well, what's the one with Vince Vaughn? Two. Yeah, I like Vince Vaughn in that. What? Yeah, yeah okay. controversial. Okay. Controversial choice, I know. Yeah, that wasn't one. Not for me, but... We do got to head in soon, but before we do, Mike, really quickly, what is your choices for... His choices here. His question. My choices for his choices. <laughs> well, I'm definitely marrying Breaking Bad. Okay, good man. There's no question. Okay, good man. I'd probably f- Stranger Things and kill <laughs> The Office. Oh, okay. You have no sense of humor. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Clearly you don't. All right. Well, we got to go do our call time. So we're going to go in uh, and check out uh, Stranger Things Experience, which is brought to you by Fever and Netflix. Uh, Very excited to be a part of it and check it out. Uh, Again, Ian, thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, let's have some fun. Yeah. All right, everybody. We just got finished with our Stranger Things Experience. Uh, Uncle Dad here. Of course, with Mike as he rocks out to Morrissey, or is this the Smiths? The Smiths, right? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good answer. This is from your time. Stop it. <laughs> All, right. All right, so we're actually in what's called the mixtape. Uh, the mixtape is basically at the end of the, it's like the end lobby. Like, it's like a, hey, good job, you finished the experience, now here, go have fun. Right. Uh, we'll talk about each room later on, but before we get to that, let's, uh, Mike, tell us about your experience inside Stranger Things. Am I allowed? You can. I just, can just you know, don't ruin anything. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. Because they got to experience it. They have to. Oh, you have to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I would equate this to being like the first time you're a little kid and you go to Disneyland and everything is just crazy. Like, it's like, um, as I'm saying that, the lights start to fade and dim out. Yeah, I know. I was like, what's going on right now? Okay, um, that's not a good idea. But, you know, like... You know, I had a great time as an adult, but I also would say if I came here as a kid, that would have blown my mind, like beyond my imagination. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because we were with some, uh, there were kids inside of our group, and I was like, there's some parts where it's kind of terrifying, and I'm like, how are these kids kind of cool with that? Like, I'd be kind of nervous as a kid, but, you know, I was a, I was a, I was a loser kid, I guess. You loser. I, I would say that... The show itself, when you watch the show, the show, it's it's obviously they're kids in the show, but they're not gearing the show towards kids. Like it's yeah. it's very raw. Like they, right. they say cuss words, they say, they say a lot. They say, um, they say every now and then. Every now and again, <laughs> like some other people we know. Yep, yep. And same thing with with the with the horror and and like the it's kind of graphic in some spots, which is great because it's just let it go, man. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, not to give anything away, but what I will say is that it's a about a one-hour experience. It's pretty immersive. Which, real quick, yes. by the way, and some other people in our group agree, it did not feel like an hour. I felt like, yeah, it was like, it went, it goes by so quick. But yeah. yeah, you're in there for an hour. Yeah, you're in there for an hour. You go through different areas. There's different technologies being used. The best way I can kind of say it is like imagine being in a linear escape room, where 
It's very lightweight escape room, but it's more about the experience of the escape room rather than actually escaping. There's very cinematic moments in it. There's characters from the show that appear. You know, I don't want to say who that is, but there's definitely some cool characters in there. Over, all in all, I think it's one of the most fascinating experiences I've ever been to. Like, like as a, like as a themed experience. Yeah, this is almost like Disney level, I think. Like, it's yeah. very close to that. What do you think? Yeah, I was You're saying, I, yeah, like that's why I opened up with talking about Disney because it, it just feels like. The, the level, if you're a kid and you go to Disneyland, it's, it blows your mind because oh. they make everything seem so real and it definitely feels that way. And, you know, technology is, is where it is now and they definitely push that, I think, as far as they can. And it, it does. It feels pretty real. Absolutely. Now, let's go ask our uh, resident uh, newcomer here, little man. Little man in the house. Resident newcomer? Yep. That sounds good. So, little man Ian. Wow. <laughs> resident newcomer Ian. Uh, uh, that's slightly better. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about you and being on that trip. You're a big Stranger Things fan. I am. You're probably more of a, uh, more of a fan than me and my car, I would definitely say. So let's talk about you and how you felt the, did it encompass the world of Stranger Things. Well, I haven't seen the new season yet, so I was worried about that going in. But it, it, it stays away from any plot lines of the show itself and just plays on a lot of the themes and a lot of the general underworld demon kind of infiltration in some corrupt laboratory. It makes you feel all of that without, you know, making references to the show. So in that sense, it's good for anybody, really, who can who can buy yeah. into the world. Yeah, I was just going to tell you that, like, it's also, I'm glad you brought that up because it does feel like, like, let's say we had a friend who didn't necessarily like Stranger Things, but he wanted to hang out or she wanted to hang out. Like, this is great because they would still have a great time being involved in the experience. Right, it might be the uh, it might be what gets them into the show. Oh, dude, for sure, for sure. Because honestly, it does kind of make you go, "Well, who's that character?" Because like, I haven't seen uh, episode season three, and so for me, I'm like, "Who's that?" Like, I, you know, he was one of our other guests here. He was explaining to me like what I was missing, and I was like, "Oh man, this is crazy." Because only one of us in our whole group has actually seen season four, and we will introduce that person in a second. All right, so really quickly, I'm gonna jump back to you, Ian, but let's introduce Terry. Terry. Grab the mic. Hello. There you go. Uh, first time on the show. First time, long time. <laughs> first, first time on the show, long time caller or long time listener. First time, long time. Oh, what's that from? It's from everything. It's everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, clearly Uncle Dad's out of the You're loop. You're supposed to be the, the pop culture guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. Anyways, ask a question. <laughs> what did you think of the event being the biggest fan of all of us here? The biggest fan, that's a lot you're putting on me. No, I thought it was dope. <laughs> I mean, I you've really seen dope. this newest season. All of a sudden, <laughs> not. So. That, that's, the, that's the bar. Yeah, that's the bar that makes you the biggest fan, yes. <laughs> okay, well, I thought it was dope. I thought it was very true to the show and, like, super creative and, like, the effort that they put into it. It's, like, that, that, Without giving anything away, of course. Right. I don't want to spoil it, especially that last bit. Yes, that's what, yeah. But that last bit is so impactful. Right. Yeah, there's things they do with certain technology where you're like, wow, I didn't right. I don't that. even know how to talk about it without talking about it. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> just right. That, like, you just got to come check it out. You just yeah. got to go. I didn't know we had come that far <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to Dude. be able to do something like that. Totally, totally. I, I, I will say this. This doesn't ruin anything, but I was so worried that we were going to get touched by a... <laughs> something was going to come but up. But like, like a Demogorgon of some sort? I, I had the same thought, and I thought, and then I... You know, came back down to earth. Like, there's no way anybody in here is gonna put any hands on you at all. Like, <laughs> maybe, but there was a little like there was a kind there of was a moment where yeah. you feel like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there's also is some, surprise is something twist. About to touch me. There's a surprise <laughs> twist in the very beginning. Remember? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. So, like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't. Uh, but all in all, uh, let's talk about the actual ticket experience uh, just to kind of dive into that, sir. So, you know, you're not you're, you're, you're kind of a good friend of mine and you're just hanging out. But, you know, as, as, a, as a person who would just come out to buy this ticket, so that ticket you're using right now is valued at 120 bucks. What do you think? Damn. Good value? Damn. Good value, though? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because you get a you get a drink out of it. Yeah, you, you get a drink, you get the gift. You get the gifts. Which get... the drinks I was surprised by because usually at the end of these events, it's like just some dude with like a fold-out table and it's like a, a, a <laughs> cooler events, with some drinks in it. What events are you going to where they're just... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been around. <laughs> I, I, apparently, apparently. Uh, well, awesome. Uh, Terry, thank you so much for being joining us and being our, our plus one. Of course. And uh, we had a great time with you. Uh, we're going to just hand it back to Mike real quick. Uh, me and Mike are going to talk about some stuff here, and then we're going to bring back a crowd favorite, crowd surfing with Ian. All right, Mike, so let's talk yeah. about the overall experience so far. So when we came back to the mix, the mix, uh, mixtape, mix yes, the mixtape yeah. uh, room here. Yeah. Uh, your initial impressions are, are it's 80s, right? Yes. They did a good job of recreating the 80s. It feels like 80s arcade, 80s mall, kind of a mashup of a lot of 80s vibe. A lot of 80 vibes. Yeah. And we're going to dive into each room, and then you know we'll have Mike play some arcade games. Uh, Mike's going to rent a movie, because you get us a movie rental store. Oh. Uh, Mike's going to do it all. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Everyone's going to watch me do it. Yes, yes. They're going to listen to you do it. Well, and i also say this. Uh, we, we're sitting at a table. They have nice tables set up for people to, yeah, 80s style, 80s colors, yes. lots, lots of neon. Lots of neon. You know, we'll, we'll post some, uh, we'll post some pictures. Yes. But also they have a, they have food. So we got a pizza from Surfer Boy Pizza. Which is in the show. Which is in the show. Yeah. You can buy a, a Surfer Boy Pizza souvenir box with your pizza. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to clarify that? You can, it's separate from the pizza, but you can buy the box and it's a collector's item. So you can figure that out. <laughs> and then <laughs> they also have a, a bar here it's called, called the, the Upside. The Upside. And they've got, you can have a nice drink. Yes. So let's talk about that real quickly because we're drinking them here. Yeah. I believe you got pictures of the drinks, right? Or no? We'll take pictures of the drinks. We're taking a picture right now. Okay. Well, we're taking a picture as we're talking. Uh, so I had the Friends Don't Lie. Mike, you had the... Demo Gorgon. What? The Demo Gorgon. Demo Gorgon. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, you had... <laughs> Ian, you had Demogorgon, not Demogorgon, Demogorgon. Yeah, don't get the ultra fan mad. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I was just seeing if any of you guys caught that. Okay. I knew that. I just I gotcha. didn't want to see if y'all know that. Gotcha. Well, uh, Ian. I got the I got the upside down. And then, Tara, you had? I got the rift. The rift. Now, did you feel like you went to the rift? I did. I literally did. Oh, was that a little hit, maybe? What does that, that, what does that mean? Oh, you were there. The you were there. You oh, were there. I was there. Yeah. yeah. You were in the rift. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now, uh, it was. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the food real quick. So we had the pizza. Uh, Mike, you know, you don't eat uh, red meat or you don't eat pork. So you didn't have pepperoni, but I did. Uh, pepperoni I thought were great. They tasted like the 80s mall. And yeah. I, I dig that kind of processed flavor. I would think that they made that intentionally taste like that. The 80s? It does taste. Yeah, the cheese slice. They do have a nice vegan option with a bunch of vegetables on it, but Uncle Dad didn't want that. I didn't see that. Is that what you were saying when I was That's walking That's what I was away? saying. I said, you can get the vegan, and then you laughed at me. I, did, I thought you were saying, because you were, you were mumbling, dude. Me mumble? <laughs> no. No, never. No, but never. it does. Never it, will I do this. It has a clear 80s mall pizza taste. It, yes. it really does. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was your favorite mall in the 80s? What mall? Yeah, what was your favorite mall in the 80s? In the 80s. 
what like what actual mall did I go to? <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna know it. It was a Acadiana Mall in Lafayette, Louisiana. Wow. I got lost in there. Well, I ran off from my mom, <laughs> and she found me at a at a leather belt making booth. A leather belt making. And booth. And the guy was making me a belt, a custom belt. And when my mom finally found me, the guy was like, "Oh, he's been here." And the belt will be whatever, and he charged her for the belt. <laughs> she has to pay for it. What a great '80s memory! <laughs> Total '80s. Totally '80s. It was like a, you know the little belt kiosks in the mall. You know, I ran. I was. I think I was hiding in the clothes racks in like a J.C. Penny. Okay, hold and on. And I ran off. <laughs> okay, I thought I'm, I was the only one who did that. You asked. Did I? Did I do that all the time as you, a kid. You still do, I think. <laughs> all right. And on that note, we're we're gonna come back. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna. Have a, a little man, Ian. <laughs> I don't know if he likes that name. I don't know. I don't know if that name actually fits him because he's not little That's at all. That's the point. That's the oh, point. Okay, he's super right. tall. He's, he's, right. he's hunky. He's yeah, manly. Yeah, I know. He's strong. He's very strong. I know. <laughs> yes. And if you hear that in the background, uh, you know I love Prince. He love Prince, and they've got a nice '80s uh, jukebox playing. Absolutely. Whatever. So, little man, Ian. We're gonna go. We're gonna go and talk to some people. Uh, and uh, we're going to ask him your questions you brought up. But I think we should start with our guest, Terry. All right, we're crowd surfing with Ian. And today's question is about Stranger Things, The Office, and Breaking Bad. So you have to sort those into never again, one more time, and always and forever. Okay. Never again, The Office. I'm over it. We're See done. ya. It's gone. Good humor. But up against tough competition. Right. Uh, what were the other two? Well, the experience that we're at, Stranger Things, is in there. And I mean, what was the, the, and, the options? Uh, one more, once more, once one more. more night together. Okay. You know, like one more one night stand, or okay. you know, very lustful, and always and forever getting married. Okay. Tying the knot. Always and forever Breaking Bad. Wow, what an experience. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And one more time, Stranger Things. Very good. I need a little more. Yeah. Okay, see, those are three good options, and it's going to be fun to watch people sort those into three hats. Good answers, Terry. Thank you. I thought they were too. What's up? It's Ian, crowd surfing at Stranger Things for Uncle Dad, and I'm here with... Asia. And... Charmaine. What's up, guys? Thanks for taking a minute with us. No problem. Um, I think you guys know this game. We're playing F*** Mary Kill. <laughs> And we're doing it with Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, and The Office. Charmaine, you want to go first? <laughs> um, sure. You have to choose. You have to choose what you're going to do with those three, right? So you'll get one last chance with one of them. You'll never get to see another one again. And then the third option, you'll live happily ever after with. Are you ready, Asia? I would marry Dustin, or Dusty, however you want to call him. I would f*** Max. And I would kill Will. <laughs> Decisive. Very good. Very good. Now, I was talking to people earlier about this, and I, I wanted to make it clear that I wasn't talking about the underage kid actors in this. I'm so sorry. But that was a decisive actor. We welcome pretty much everything in it. By now, they're all 18. That's true. But what if you had to, in the context of watching the show, right? Did you watch, have you watched Breaking Bad or The Office? Yes, I have, but I cannot remember any of the characters' names off top. I know there's, uh, what's his name, Binkman? Jesse Pinkman. Pinkman, Jesse Pinkman, yes. 
So this might be easier for you then. If, are you a big Stranger Things fan? Yeah. So I would imagine that you would decide to marry Stranger Things before marrying Breaking Bad or The Office. Not the actual characters. Okay, yes. I would actually marry Stranger Things and I would fuck uh, The Office and I would kill... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad is gone. Perfect. Okay, there we got our first... That was our first questionnaire of the day, so thank you for that. Charmaine, you ready? I planned on getting there, but just not yet. But I heard of Breaking Bad, so that will be next on my to-do list. Nice. A little uh, breakdown. Breaking Bad is a bunch of meth heads, meth dealers, all that kind of stuff, living in the desert. Nice. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. It's <laughs> like, oh, let me marry that. Right. And then the office okay, is a bunch my, of goofballs. <laughs> so we're going to marry a bunch of meth heads. <laughs> We're going to kill the kids, we're killing the kids, and then we're going to have one one last night with Michael Scott, perhaps. There you go. There you go. You ran, you ran my awesome. mind. You ran my mind. That was awesome. Well, thank you guys for stopping with us. That was great. Oh, no problem. That was a hoot. how can we hear that podcast? There you go. All right, we're crowd surfing with Ian on the Uncle Dad podcast, and I'm here with... Louie. And... Nenny. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're playing a little game with the Stranger Things show that involves a couple other shows. You guys know the game F*** Mary Kill? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You've heard this one before, right? Yes. So we're playing with TV shows. And just to clarify, this has nothing to do with the characters, but we're talking about the shows in general. So the three shows that we're, we're calling into question are Stranger Things, because we're here, Breaking Bad, and The Office. So you'd have to choose one to have one last time with, one to never see again, and one to live happily ever after with. So which one would you marry? Um, I've seen pieces of the other two. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, yeah, let her okay. go. I'll That's marry right. Stranger Things. Excellent. I'll f um, what's the other one? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yep. And then I will kill The Office. Awesome. Yeah. What you think? What you think? That's the same one. I was thinking about characters. I was like, damn. No, we I know. It's yeah. Okay. Damn. Same order as her. Same order. Yeah. And then the follow-up is where do you guys, I'm a big Stranger Things fan. Stranger Things for me makes it into like top five TV shows of all time for me. How about for you guys? Where would you, where would you rank Stranger Things? Um, I don't want to speak too soon, but it might be top three for me. That's high. Yeah. I love that. I like what, what so what, what goes ahead of it? Friends for me is number one. Friends is the is Friends the top. Friends is number one forever. I'm a um, Seinfeld guy, but that's okay. I like Game of Thrones, but we'll see how Stranger Things oh, ends, yeah, Str and then we'll see. Then we'll compare. So maybe top five for all three of us. I would say yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, but Stranger Things is up there for sure. And now it's got four solid seasons, so that's like getting into some serious yeah. territory. We just got to see where it goes now. So exciting! All right, awesome. Thank you guys so much for taking the time with us. Of course. All right, bro, thank you. All right, we're crowd surfing with Ian on Uncle Dad Talks, and I'm here with... Taylor. Thanks for stopping with us. We're doing a version of the game F*** Mary Kill. Have you guys heard this game before? Yes. Okay, but it's not scandalous, I promise. So we're playing with the three TV shows, one of which is Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, and The Office, okay? So, for example, if I was to say I want to... This is going to sound weird. If I wanted to F*** The Office, that means I would get one more time with The Office, and then that's it. Right? Kill is never again are we going to... Okay, I know. You got it? got it? Are you ready to go? It's a tricky one. Have you guys seen the shows, all three TV shows? I haven't seen Stranger Things. Okay. So, I'd kill The Office. I'd f*** 
Stranger Things, and I'd marry Breaking Bad. Definitely. Awesome, awesome. And I see that you have the red badge of leadership from the experience. How was your leadership role? Uncle Dad was also the leader of the red group. Did you feel like you had a lot of responsibility holding that badge? Yes. Yeah. It was wild. Did you guys enjoy the experience? It was wonderful. I wish it was a little longer, but it was great. We were talking about how we couldn't believe it was an hour long. It felt, it was it, actually an yeah, hour, but it, it didn't like feel like it. It was 15 minutes. Like, it was amazing. I, this is what makes me want to watch the show. I feel like more shows could do it, but then I was thinking in my head, like, what other shows could do this? No, maybe Breaking Bad. Maybe Breaking Bad, you walk into a meth lab. You never know. You never know. Fumes Fume. everywhere. Put on a gas mask. You can do that in pretty much anywhere in California. <laughs> <laughs> Civic Center and Hotel. <laughs> Sorry. That was no, that's fine. That's fine. All right, that was perfect. Thank you guys. All right, Mike, we're going to Family Video. Family Video. Uh, check out Family Video. Now, this reminds me a lot of Home Video. I mean, do you know that brand, Home Video? Yeah. Uh, but there's something here that caught my attention ASAP, and I'm sure it did you too. The movie poster for the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. They're here. Yeah, it's it's the weird one with the Ghostbusters sign, like, reversed. Is it reversed? Yeah. Mike, I never knew that. Yeah, that well, on that poster it is. It's not on every poster, but that one, for some weird, I don't know, there's probably a, weird, a trivia thing you could look up, but it is, the, the, the Ghostbusters sign is flipped the other way. So we definitely should take a picture of that and post that because I was not aware of that. Now, were you a fan of Gremlins as well? Because they have a Gremlins poster here yeah, too. Yeah, of course, yeah. I think Gremlins 2 is better than Gremlins 1. It's different. But like, it's a big F you to like movies at that time. I think there's a story behind the guy that was making it wanted to do something and they yeah. told him no, so he just kind of like made it so, Kitschy. Yes, like very it was intentionally. Kitschy. Yeah. So what's interesting is uh, if you look here, they have like the old like uh, it's like a white not white. I'm sorry. It's a clear like a glass case. I remember these glass cases like to a T. Right, growing up. Uh, now, did, what was your go-to movie snack? I have to ask you. I like the um, the white caps. I never, snow caps. I never had those. Snow caps. I never had snow caps. It was these little chocolate like morsels, and they had the little white sprinkles on top. Mmm. Yeah. Yum. Gross. <laughs> You wouldn't eat that now, I'm sure. No. <laughs> uh, I was actually a big fan of runts. Runts, I love runts. And a cool thing, and they have nerds. I love nerds. Lemonheads, those were great too. But a cool thing about all the, whatchamacallit, wow, they got all the classics. <laughs> You're getting, Mike's getting all happy right now. Well. <laughs> but he won't eat any of it. No, no, no. <laughs> but the cool thing is, and I'll take a picture, uh, is that they have the actual old packaging from the 80s yes. on all this candy. So like, I remember seeing the runs look like that. They don't look okay. like that now on the box. So I, I, I didn't want to make a joke because I didn't want you to think I'm making a joke about it. But in all seriousness, that's what they look like back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these are these are classic. Oh, look. Classic you know, the retail clerk is telling us. I'm sorry. Uh, well, welcome to Family Video. Gosh, I feel so much pressure now. Are you filming a movie or something? <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a podcast that we're filming. A what? Podcast. There's people? There's no po podcast in the 80s. Uh, in the future, there's a thing called podcast. Where we came here in a, a time machine built by a, a, a Doc Brown. All I all I do is watch movies. He only have pull a guy's leg just because he's seen one too many movies. Yes, I I did see the biggest movie of last year, Back to the Future. Oh, we're so special with our microphones and referencing Back to the Future, aren't we? I know. I mean, I'm, tr I'm trying here. Store guy, just because he never left Hawkins. Oh, so fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got well, me. Okay, what what movie would you recommend we watch tonight? Oh, I mean, you, you folks into scary movies? I love scary movies. 
the Evil Dead. Scariest thing you will ever see. Really? Swear to God. Best movie to come out in the last five years or whatever. Oh my goodness. You know, I think we should rent that. But do you have it on beta? I'm afraid we... We don't have any Betamax. Keith won't stock the store with it. He's convinced VHS is all we'll ever need. And I'm like, you cut off half of our uh, customer base if you do that. You know, I, mean, I, I love Beta, just so you know. <laughs> things are moving forward, clearly. Clearly, clearly, clearly. And yes. he's not, in, And he's also not down with my bullshit. So. <laughs> yeah, he ain't down with the bullshit. Small town boy, he is not. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They have all the hits, though. They've got... Uh, Ooh, Red Wars. Dawn, Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, to be clear. Uh, Risky Business, I love Tom Cruise. Yes, a little bit of Temple of Doom. Uh, the Shining. Never Ending Story, 16 Candles, Scanners. Ooh, Scanners is great. Romancing the Stone. Right. Christine, nice. Escape from New York, love it. Yeah. The Exorcist. You've got all the, what's your favorite here besides uh, Evil Dead? Besides Evil Dead, oh, I mean the... I'm a horror buff myself, so like all the horror movies up here are really good. I mean, the John Carpenter movies, you know, uh, Christine, Escape from New York, you said. We don't have any The Thing. They're all rented out right now, but if you head over to the arcade, there's a Thing poster there. It's really, really? cool. Okay, well, we better go check that out. I think we should go look at okay, the poster. Okay, let's go check that out. I think that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah, we'll Get check that out. out. <laughs> be right back. Awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay, Mike, we just got, uh, we got some inside tips, I think. Well, we, what? I don't know. We got stopped. Oh my God. Hi. Hi. What's your name? So I'm Jackie Corn Smith um, from Hawkins, Indiana. And and are you? Uh, what are you? What's what are you doing here? I live here. I go to Hawkins High. That's what she's a junior. Yeah, totally a junior. Yeah, she's a junior. Mm -hmm. She's gonna be. Should I say it? Should I say it? She's gonna be homecoming queen this yes. year. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> Oh my totally god. Rad. I'm so excited. Oh my but, god. But like no one knows yet. I'm gonna be prom queen and I'm gonna make sure that she becomes homecoming queen because I was homecoming queen last year and I'm a senior yeah. now and she's gonna be a senior next year. And this is my cousin Sydney. Yes. She's my like bestest cousin ever. She's like amazing. Sydney Santana. Yeah. Clearly your cousins, yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we're just we're in the experience of, of Hawkins Lab, right? Am we're we're right? just here in Hawkins. We're here on Hawkins. What did you guys experience? I've been hearing some really strange things. Like, what's been happening? What's the scoop? I would say some stranger things are happening. Uh, it's Hawkins, so that's like a normal Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh okay. my god. So, are you guys okay? Are you like traumatized? Like, what happened? I'm pretty traumatized. I mean, I often do a lot of trauma on a daily basis, but yes, that experience, uh, we went to the lab and there was a girl that fell and then oh. there was like the monsters on the window and oh then uh, some things blew up in our face but you know all in all after that we just went to the bar as one does after <laughs> such things and, oh, and now we're fine. Wow. We, we went we, straight to the upside after tr being traumatized. Well, well you know just hide our feelings. With While we're on the subject of the upside. Yeah. Oh. Do you happen to know someone who knows someone who knows someone who can get us a fake ID? Actually, this guy here does. Oh my god. Yeah, actually, he's he's sitting at this table and we should have you talk to him. Yeah. Perfect. I totally want to talk to him because I'm like only 17. So if he can like help me out, I totally appreciate it. I mean, we could call him over right now. I think you should talk to him. I think we should call oh him over god. right now. Are you willing to talk to him? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm such a shitty Kathy. I'm going to get him. <laughs> while, he, while he does that. Yeah, what's his name? His name is Ian. Ian. Yes. Ooh. He drives a truck. Ian drives a truck. 
because we can like, okay. Yeah, I have so I, many ideas going in my mind. So right many now. ideas. Ian, you drive a truck and they want to hear about it. Oh my god, I totally gave you the newspaper or the newspaper earlier. You did give me the newspaper earlier. Okay, don't tell my boss. I'm not supposed to give them out for free. They're 25 cents, but I think it's totally done to like, you know, pay for paper. We should just have it for free. How many quarters are in your pockets? <laughs> Look, I only make three dollars an hour, so not many. She should get a 50 cent raise. I should. Yeah. I'd say you get a 75 cent raise. 75 cent you raise? You deserve that's a, like dollar. a dollar. A dollar. That's Let's just keep going. A dollar fifty. Go That's a 50% increase oh you're asking God. for. In that. Three dollars. Oh, sorry, sorry. Three dollars. That's huge. I don't know <laughs> if that's going to actually happen, but I would love it if it yeah. did. Yeah. I'll let you know. Well, you will see me. I will be gone. Yeah. See, the problem is I don't have a job because I don't do labor. That's funny, uh, Ian doesn't either. Yeah. I think Beyonce <laughs> just told us that exact philosophy. You have a friend named Beyonce? Yeah, because who's Beyonce? Oh, sh**. We're in the okay, 80s. So <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Jackson. What about Prince? Prince, yeah. love him. He's a hug. Yeah, but oh, he's love a him. Hug. Nobody talks Whitney. Nobody. Whitney is amazing, literally. Yeah. You know, we're from the future, and I got some news for you about Whitney. So you're from the future. The okay. future. I, a lot of people have been saying this, <laughs> and I think that's like a result of going through the lab. Yeah. So honestly. like in the future, do I get paid more than three dollars an hour? Uh huh. Yes. But barely yeah. though. But barely. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you're gonna have to take me there. Then. You know what's even crazier? Gas what? prices are gonna be about seven dollars. He's been like Back to the Future or something. This is what it's it sounds insane. like to me. I, I want to go, right? Can we go? Where's the time machine? Uh, the, at Mike, where's the time machine? Yep, give it to me now. Uh, we parked it on Hoff and 16th, so <laughs> you it, it's like hovering above the parking hilarious. spot. So we don't. <laughs> wow. You guys seem like a lot of people. I knew somebody was like, Okay, well, it looks like <laughs> you guys got to go. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to jet, but so nice to meet you guys. It was so oh nice meeting you. Take care, okay? Well. I got to go find my crush. Okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> Ian, what just happened? Well, I um, you drive I a truck? just I just referenced Beyonce, <laughs> and for the first time, the receiving end did not know who that was because they they don't exist in this world. We are in 1986. That's right. And Beyonce was probably probably six. <laughs> she did not have any Billboard charts at that point. No. no, that was true. They're really staying in character because we're in the 80s because we're in the 80s you don't understand i'm i'm born in 19 whatever it was to be this age <laughs> yeah, nice way to come through yes on of course this plot line. of course <laughs> i was born in 19 whatever you know but that's that's life plot lines just kind of go and come and go isn't that right absolutely <laughs> he said that with so much feeling right now the important thing is that we're all together very much now Let's continue our journey. We just got done with the video store. And Ian, let me tell you. What you got? He was a sassy video guy. He did not like Mike and his jokes about podcasts. Well, that's because he's in character. Actually, my, if I can just real quick, my yes. first job was in a video store. I believe it. On Hate Street. And, and I bet you had a lot of energy. Uh, I didn't really do, I did a lot of alphabetizing, so I was doing a lot of like A, 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 B, A, C, A, D, you know, making sure everything was in the place. Super fun job for a 15 year old, but uh, that's probably accurate to most of the people that I worked with. <laughs> that was a very roundabout way of saying that, so thank you. I need to give the context. I love the context. You know, There's fact, a lot of context. Fun fact, I worked at a movie theater. Growing at up. a movie theater? Yeah. What was it called? Uh, I can't tell you. Damn. Because we're in the 80s and it doesn't exist. Oh, God. <laughs> Those I'm two gonna, nice girls got him all warped. I think I'm going to be a... Uh, He's confused. I'm going to be in character now. 
Oh god. I'm, and Uncle character Dad. is what? Uncle Dad in the 80s. And what year were you born in again? 19-whatever. 19-whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we'll be right back after this. Uh, we're back crowd surfing with Ian for the Uncle Dad podcast, and I'm here with... Victor. Victor and... Angelica. Angelica. Nice to meet you guys. So we're playing a quick little game. Have you guys heard of the game... Mary Kill. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna do it with TV shows. Okay. We're not talking about individual characters. If I said I wanted to fuck Stranger Things, that would mean I get one more chance with Stranger Things, and that's it. Yeah. Right. If I wanted to marry it, we have a lifetime together. Okay. Kill. No more watching. No more. So the three shows we're going with is Stranger Things because we're here. Yeah. You guys are in line, so we're yeah, gonna right keep on. moving. Appreciate you. Thank you. And um, Stranger Things, Breaking Bad, and The Office. Um, okay. I probably. Man. It's a tough one. Have you seen all three? Yes. yes. We've seen all three. Good. Yes. I probably killed the office. Really? Yeah. I thought he'd marry that one. Whoa. That was actually my first choice. But Damn. I had to think about it. It's good. It's a lot like of shuffling. Yeah. So I kill the office. The office is cool, but like, I'd probably marry Breaking Bad. Yes. And I'd probably Stranger Things. Agreed. Same for you. Yes. And I'm also. I'm sad. <laughs> Stranger Things, but I was like, yeah. I know, it sounds got, weird. Yeah, it sounds weird. We, it had, sounds people, cool, we had people earlier start naming characters. I was like, no, 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 That's not what I meant. I think that's the same for, I think I might actually marry Stranger Things, but I would also kill The Office. Yeah, same yeah but thing. It, I feel bad, because like, it's The great Office is like a great, like it. it's a really good comfort show. Like, I just put it on, I quote it, like, while I'm looking down, so. So for me, all three of those shows are in like my top five mm -hmm. series. Where does Stranger Things rank for you guys? Um... I don't think of it in my top shows, to be honest with you. Okay. Breaking Bad is in my top ten for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Does Stranger Things crack the top ten for you? Um, say it. Say it. I say just it. She just started yesterday. <laughs> because, because I got the ticket. Yeah, I just started I watching like, it, ahead. but I'm hooked. So. Oh, yeah. She, I liked it. She's supposed to be working, but she was, she oh, was watching. Oh, you're supposed to be working. Earlier, earlier today, she was supposed I to be watched. working. All of season one during my shift, my eight-hour shift. Yes. What do you do? Yes. I work for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's our secret. Um, and did you guys go through the experience? We did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thoughts? Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I've been on like the Walking Dead thing in Universal, and I've been to like the the Halloween haunts, and I've done like a bunch of stuff like that. I was expecting to be a little scarier. I'm glad it wasn't. But she was like, we were, she was freaked out coming in here like, yo, I hope it's not scary. Yeah. Did this experience fuel you to watch more Stranger Things at an even more accelerated pace on your work shifts? Yes, um, <laughs> I plan on finishing the whole thing by the weekend. <laughs> you will be a professional Stranger Things watcher. Yes, you know? I will know all about it. So I've watched, I've watched all of it, right? And I'm like asking her questions like, who, who is this person again? She's like, oh, I'm refreshing his memory. Yeah, it's kind of nice. That's, That's because cool. we watch TV shows at such a rate right now that yeah. there's only so much we, hard, drive, we, hard drive space we, in we, our listen, minds. Yeah, we, uh, Old we season consume, consume so much. He has bad memory to begin with. Yeah, so. you know, you know. Well, that's awesome. Thank you guys so much Appreciate for taking a minute for, for us. Yeah. Thank you very much. But we do, we have similar jobs, actually. Do you? What are you doing right now? What are you, what, are, what notes are you collecting? I'm collecting notes on what's going on inside Hawkins' lab. I'm... For a little bit of context, we're standing here with a reporter inside the experience who's reporting about what's going on in Hawkins' lab. Yes, absolutely. That what do you is... have so far? Well, I mean, it's going to sound crazy, but it seems that there's some nefarious 
stuff going on inside of the lab. I'm hearing reports of people having superpowers. I'm hearing reports of uh, an, an entity called a de Demogorgon uh, or a Demi-Dog, which I've heard is a flower-faced half-dog. So I'm, I'm assuming there has to be some sort of animal... Uh, what? I, I'm, I'm it's very a flustered. Lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Have you been through the, the lab? Oh, no, but I've been, you know, going out every so often, checking it out. I, I take my video recorder out there every so often, and I try to get as much footage as I can, but there's... Daytime, the, right? You're the, not going out at night. No, I'm going out at night, By but yourself? my camp... No, I have my twin brother with me. Okay. Yeah. No, I take my camcorder out there. Well, it's his camcorder. Yeah, I know that. But it never works. For some reason, the electronics stops working, and then I get home, and it's working fine. But it seems that always around Hawkins Lab that it's not working. I'm sharing way too much information. You're not going to steal my story, are you? No, I won't. So the story that I'm really focused on today, we're talking about people's favorite TV shows. Do you have, like, a top three? Of, what's your top oh. three favorite TV shows? To I just kind of spin off of your much more urgent story, uh, clearly. Right. Um, I, I really like... Magnum P.I. and Murder, She Wrote. And I really only watch those two because I really like investigation shows. Not a third, there's no third one? Give me a third one. What's another third one? What do you want? Family Ties? Oh, I mean, yeah, I've heard that's pretty good. I've watched a few episodes with my parents. Right. Roger and Diane. Roger and Diane. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> what? Michael J. Fox. He's oh. He's cute. He's cute. He's cute. <laughs> he's no Ralph Macchio, but he's cute. So many. So many to choose from. Too many. Not as important work as we're doing, though, no. in the Hawkins labs. No. Nothing. There's something going on, and I think that they are definitely going to po they pose a threat to the society here in Hawkins. I would confirm that through personal experience of going through the Hawkins lab. You've been in Hawkins lab. I was in there. You were. Yep. And and I saw the flower face dog. Flower face dog. And no joke. No joke. For and real. you are absolutely positive that you were not put to sleep because I know it was a sleep study. It wasn't an induced nightmare. I don't feel like I could confirm or deny that because Understandable. some doctors at work there, but there was a glass door separating us from the flower face dogs. I see. Yeah. So oh I think gosh. you're onto something, and I think you should follow this all the way to the end. Don't go into the woods by yourself at night. Keep your twin brother with you. I will. I mean, I don't know how much he's gonna help. You know. Maybe bring. A he's bat a little skinny. Or something like that. A who? A bat. Oh, a, a baseball bat. bat. I thought you said a mat, and I said I don't know a mat. No. <laughs> Matt is your savior. He's very large and he has experience. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do happen to find a Matt, tell him I'm looking for him because I need more protection besides my skinny brother. <laughs> I'll look for Matt for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> What's your name? Dylan Gardner. Dylan Gardner mm -hmm. reporting on the Hawken Lab. Thank yes. you so much for talking with us. Thank you for talking with me. I'm glad other people are investigating. No doubt. All right, Mike, we're back in the hot seat. Yeah. And these mics are hot. I'm just gemming. It's just a little Huey Lewis. 
Shut up, this is you, Lewis. I thought this is you, news. Lewis. You just told me the news, I guess. No. <laughs> I did, clearly. <laughs> it's always good to learn something new every day. Absolutely, uh, which we did learn a lot, I feel, in today's journey. We learned some stuff. We learned that Hopkins has a lot of secrets. Oh, what is this? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> we just had people say hi to us. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, they uh, asked if we were doing a podcast. And they're dressed up to a T as as 11 and uh, 11, right? 11. <laughs> yeah, like one season one and season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> yeah, we might get arrested if we ask them that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, anyways. As we, cool. as we wrap up this special episode brought to you by Netflix Fever, uh, what do you, I mean, it has been a blast. I've had such a great time. This experience is something that I've never, the closest thing I can say that I've experienced to this is Area 15. But even in some cases, I think this beats it a little bit in some things. I think Area 15 is a little bit more immersive because it's so much larger and there's more to do, I guess, in aspect-wise. But this, if you're a fan of the show, you really get to feel like you're part of the storyline. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Any fan of the show, like, I would absolutely say check this out because, yeah, there's the, there's the initial experience. Even when you first walk in before you get sent into the experience, you're waiting in line. If you have to go to the bathroom... <laughs> a Hawkins school hall pass you didn't tell me that to go to the bathroom really I'm saving it for the show oh so yeah every step of the way you are immersed in an experience of Stranger Things all the way and like no one comes out of character um as we've experienced as we yeah there is one conversation we didn't get get on that mic but I wish we did and that was a conversation about ice cream yeah, someone from Scoops Ahoy, uh, trying to be employee of the month, looking for flavor of the month. And it was a fun conversation. We should have had it on tape, but we messed up. Yeah, man, that was a good flavor, too. Chicken and waffle flavor, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I do like chicken and waffles. I wonder I mean, if they make it to go. To go. Let's take it to go. Uh, all right, so all in all, I, I, can't say, I can't say enough good things about this. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait. We have more coming. This is not the end of this episode. As we end here, yep. we're going to have a little break. Bring it right back with another interview with some people behind this experience. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. It's going to be very exciting, right? Because then we can talk and learn more about what we went into the process of making all this happen. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be great because we actually ran into someone like that here and they gave us a couple little hints. So definitely stay tuned because it's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. And before we say goodbye, we got to say goodbye to Ian. Ian, uh, just uh, thank you again for being a part of the show today. Happy to be here. Uh, how do you think it went? Uh, I mean, I was, I'm, I'm a big Stranger Things fan. I was stoked to get the invite and to join you guys on the show. I soaked it all up and let my inner child come out through the experience. I started to pretend to be frightened, and then I was frightened, and, <laughs> and that's why I'm, that's why I'm little man. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I can end the show better than that. So with that being said, uh, we'll be right back. Actually, I think Mike has one more thing to say. Not at all. Oh, not at all. No, I could not top that. Thank you, you cannot top little that, man. little man. Thank you. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. I don't know if that's a big winner or not, but hey, Uncle Dad here along with Mike. Uh, Mike, what is up? 
I don't think it's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. So we oh, are yeah. here uh, continuing our Stranger Things uh, extravaganza, if you will. And uh, Mike, we have a pretty exciting guest uh, on the show. Probably one of the, um, I mean, he's responsible or he's being responsible for one of the coolest experiences that you and I have uh, attended. And he's going to come on the show. That is Greg Lombardo. Uh, he has worked with Fox. He's worked with Offshore uh, Surf. And now he is the vice president and head of live experiences at Netflix. Uh, what do you think about that, Mike? I think it's great. I think this is uh, the full part of the circle of our Netflix experience. Yes. And uh, we're just going to chat with him a little bit. He, uh, his time is going to be limited with us. Uh, obviously, he's a very busy man, probably way busier than you and I. And, uh, you know, or at least one of us, maybe not you, but. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, we're going to chat with him. You're not busy at all. I'm never busy at all, yes. No. <laughs> I do nothing for this show. <laughs> um, but we're going to chat with him about the experience, about what we can expect for the future, his career a little bit, and a bunch of other great stuff. Uh, Mike. What is something you're kind of curious to know before we talk to him? Well, you know, I, this was my first experience like this. So I'm just interested in hearing like what the creative process is in creating something like an experience off of a hit TV show that people are actually interacting with. Yeah, it's going to be exciting because it's almost like talking to an Imagineer almost, right? Like the people who do Disney uh, type experiences. Uh, and hopefully that's not a bad thing to say here, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think it's exciting to see because you do need a special level of creativity, I feel, to make a, an experience like that come to life because you're not just creating like a show or an episode. You're creating a livable walking universe to walk in and experience and, you know, touch, feel, even smell for that matter. And so it's very exciting. But yeah, we are going to sit down with Greg Lombardo. And when we come back, we're going to learn all about experiences, Stranger Things, and maybe even one of Mike Hampton's darkest fears. We'll see. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I feel so vulnerable now. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. We're back. Uh, we are with the incredibly talented, ever so handsome Greg uh, of the live experiences of Netflix. Greg, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, Uncle Dad. How are you doing? You know, I'm big chilling. I'm very excited to talk to you about, uh, we're both very excited to talk to you about the world of Stranger Things and experiences at Netflix and what that looks like. But before we dive into that, could you give us like an introduction as to who you are and what you do for Netflix? Yeah, sure. So I, I head up live experiences at Netflix. And um, what what that really means is I have a very talented team that's focused on uh, trying to figure out ways that we can bring our, our members around the world closer to the stories that they love. So whether that's bringing them into the world of stranger things in real life or creating a ball where they can uh, become a part of Bridgerton uh, or, or going on, on a journey to save survivors from you know zombie riddled Vegas in Army of the Dead in a VR experience. Those are the types of things that we're, we're focused on doing. I totally forgot about that experience. That's right. That's on Area 15, right? It's at Area 15 now in Vegas. Yeah, we we had that in uh, in New York, LA. It went to London, uh, and that was a great one. We worked with uh, Zack Snyder and Debbie Snyder and the team on on creating something that was uh, it was a it was a, a a prequel to the film, 
uh, on Netflix. And that was, that was a lot of fun to work on. That's, that's so, that's, that's amazing. I think that's so cool that you create these experiences and they're not just like, oh, hey, you're here. It's like, it's a storyline. It's like something more immersive than that, right? It's very, it's on an epic scale. And I think that's amazing. So I, I have to ask then, where does the connection between Netflix and Fever kind of start and where does it go? Well, uh, Fever is a great partner for us on a lot of the experiences that we produce. Uh, they, um, they offer us really a way to get to the consumers firsthand through their ticketing platform. And so, um, you know, while, while Netflix is something that a lot of people know at home, uh, fever is something that a lot of people know out of the home. And so I think where we kind of come together is we're, we have, we have a lot of, a lot of stories that go on the service. They could be created in places like Spain. If you think about La Casa de Papel, once it goes on the service, it's available to all 220 plus million members around the world. So we have a lot of these, we have a lot of these stories that kind of break out and, you know, squid games, a great example of that. So we have this great membership in this community around the globe. But with Fever, they're also building that that type of platform that is speaking directly to folks who want to go to something out of the home. So we we partner with them on a on a lot of things. And it's a really great partnership. Wow, that's that's so. I have to ask then: Was there a challenge then during the the COVID times? I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we, you know, I think everyone had 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 their fair share of challenges, certainly. And I think that for us, it was. Um, you know, like all, like all groups that we're trying to figure out how to, how to, how to deal with, with, with all of those challenges that we were facing, we were supposed to launch at the time, uh, the La Casa de Papel experience. Uh, I think we were supposed to launch that in April of 2020. Oh. Clearly, <laughs> you know, our, our plans got up, upended like a lot, like a lot of people's plans, certainly. Um, so I think it was during that time that we started thinking about, um, where are the places that people feel safe? And, and it, it was in their kitchen at home or it was in, uh, in their car. And so during that time, we uh, kind of pivoted and we created two experiences. One was an in-home live experience for the baking show Nailed It, where we, you know, we, we basically offered fans a chance to, to get a, a baking kit that was that was going to provide them with all the tools they needed to create uh, one of these outrageous creations from the show. And then we, we allowed them to tune in live to a, uh, to a, to a show that was hosted by Jacques Torres, who's, who's like, you know, Mr. Chocolate and, and one of the, one of the hosts of the show. So people had their sort of, um, it was almost like they got their jumbotron moment where they invited us into their kitchens <laughs> They put themselves on screen with with thousands of other people and participated in a live version of Nailed It and had the clock ticking while they were preparing in in real time their creations. And that was that was an, an amazing experience. We ended up doing I think we did six episodes of that experience. Um, and then uh, I think by the end of it with Walmart, we had like I think 100, 100,000 kits we ended up doing with them. and it it was it was a great way to give to give i think fans especially families a chance to really come together when they needed it uh and we 
we took a similar approach with Stranger Things at that time uh, and and thought about the notion of we're in L.A., uh, everybody has a car. Can we create, uh, you know, we're, we're all kind of theme park geeks, I think. So we, we sort of looked at like a traditional dark ride in a theme park and we thought, can we can we build something like that in a in a parking structure and put put fans in their cars through something that was that was going to give them a real immersive experience with stranger things and so we launched that in october uh of 2020 and uh ended up ended up running through june of 2021 in la uh in downtown la at, at the row uh, so that was that was that was a great, you know, in a way, look, no, no one wanted to be in the position that, that we were in, obviously, with the pandemic. But it was it was really, I think, rewarding to see people come, you know, with their kids, you know, filling cars, going into that experience and getting a really, um, I think, unique experience. We had live actors a lot of special effects. Um, it ended up being, you know, it was an hour long experience. People slowly moved from level to level across about an 800,000 square foot parking garage. And uh, again, narrative based um, and, and had, had that, had that fan moment for people that they really, when they really needed it. Yeah. Well, it was first, uh, Greg, that was that uh, the one you were just describing the Stranger Things with the parking garage. Was that kind of the catalyst to creating the one that that is out now? Um, you know, that you saw how that worked, and like, hey, let's let's try this now that we're you know things are pretty much back to normal. People can actually walk around. Yeah, yeah, it 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 had a lot a lot to do with this one. I mean, we we had always wanted Stranger Things is such a. a global phenomena and it is now our it's our most viewed english language series on the service it had our biggest english language opening weekend i'm personally you know my team and i were all personal like huge fans of the show itself so it's always one of those shows that we think about how can you give fans a chance to to sort of be the hero of that of that story, which is what everyone wants, right? They all, they, they really want to, you know, uh, kind of put themselves into that world. The eighties are such a rich sort of environment to bring to life. And I think the show does such a good job of like, you know, someone like me who grew up in the eighties, I can then watch it with my 13 year old son and like he's marveling at like a Walkman and can't believe that that's what I listen to music on. But, um, so, so bringing that show to life, is is always something we've wanted to do and i think with the drive into we sort of got a taste of what fans wanted and what was possible uh so with the new experience we went you know we went to matt and ross and the the, the creators of the show and, and 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 sean and they were they were they were really they, they love bringing the show to fans and love the fan service that, that these types of things provide. So for, for us, it was a chance to work with them and really build out an original storyline that would kind of like the hope was like, let's, let's let guests feel like they're in an episode, a new episode of the show. So 
it's an entirely new experience. Uh, it's obviously in person, but I think a lot of a lot of the learnings from the drive-in too, you know, we, we, we knew from doing the drive-in too that you could never have enough Demogorgons. <laughs> so that was like, that was one thing we always remember, like we need more and more Demogorgons here. Um, and I think we were able to take a lot of that, uh, a lot of that learning and apply it to this new experience. Uh, it, but it, it is, look, admittedly, it's really nice to have people out of their car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went to a couple of drive-in uh, concerts in my car during the, you know, 2020 part of COVID. And it's, it's cool, but it definitely not as, not as exciting as being on your feet in the zone. Right. And, and yeah, I think, uh, you know, the way they create the show, like, they are a total fan. They're fans themselves of the eighties. Right. And they do a great job of like bringing in little, the ghostbusters outfits and, and just stuff that they know is going to get fans excited. And I feel like that's also how you feel walking into the experience. You mentioned something about you all being, you know, a theme park fan geeks. I think that might've been what you yep. said. Um, <laughs> I definitely felt like that. It reminded me of, of my early days of going to Universal Studios in Hollywood and the old uh, Terminator 2 um, experience where they have the actors and they're playing out, you know, some of it's actors and some of it's just interactive watching the screen and there's things coming at you and and no one breaks their character. And it, it had that early theme park feel. Like I felt like almost childlike in there. It was a very good job. Very good. That that makes me so happy, Mike. And that that is that's exactly sort of the vibe that we we're going. I love that T two show at Universal. I thought it was at the time it was really groundbreaking, and we had the opportunity to uh, work with a company called Liminal, which has created this passive three D tile tech, which is what you find you you kind of encounter that in that finale in the Upside Down. And I think for us, when we did the drive into, we were trying to create the upside down physically with, you know, we had like, you know, like we, we reconfigured snow making machines and we were, you know, we, we, it was a, it was a really theatrical space, but to really bring it to life in a way that's like visceral and feels real, we wanted to, we wanted to bring some really robust technology in and the great part about that is we have Rodeo, who does all the CGI and visual effects for the show and is creating, you know, so the Demogorgons, the Demodogs that you're encountering, all of that is being brought to life uh, by the same team that's that's working on the show. And so that helps. And then, you know, the live actors, it's what's so important for us is we don't want to just, we don't want to just create a theme park ride. We want to create a bit of a, a, you know, it's like what happens when a theme park dark ride and a live show have like a baby, you know, have, mm. what, what does that, what does that look like? Yeah. And, and I think what people really do love is I, I don't know about you guys, but I've tried to break the actors. I've tried to like, you know, hang them up <laughs> and they're so good they're so at good. staying in the eighties. You know, um, I remember I asked, there was, um, uh, a woman at that Rinkomania, and I was standing there when uh, she was talking to uh, another woman, and and she said, "Well, uh, when were you born?" And and she said, "I was born in uh, in nineteen seventy, 
And and the woman's like, what? And she said, yeah, why? And she, well, she goes, how old are you? She goes, what do you mean? It's 1986. <laughs> and it was, it was really great. And I, I think that that's, that's something that you do, you just don't get that with technology, right? You need you need both of those things kind of kind of coming together to create that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely. we did some uh, we did some of some Q and A uh, interviews uh, with some of the cast members and tried to break them and did not work. They it would not, you know. I, yeah. I I'm sure several people say they're from the future and reference back <laughs> I reference back to the future and like back to the future just you know we have it here on video uh you know like so anyways, I'll yeah, just they say shot down they're, Mike they're, pretty quickly yeah. <laughs> I'm used to, and I'm used to getting shot down pretty quickly let's be fair but <laughs> yeah it's uh it's such a it's such an evolving experience and I love every second of it and what you guys do with the technology in the actual experience at the end like we don't want to give anything away but it's some of the best uh, you know, if I can say this, some of the best 3D technology I've ever seen. It's incredible. And, you know, me and Mike actually just went to AWE recently, which is a VR expo. And we were just there. And even even what we saw at the Stranger Things experience, to me, beat what we saw, some of the stuff we saw at AWE. So what you have is something very special, I would say. I appreciate that. And the team really, um, it was. It, there's just a whole lot of talented people that go into to, 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 to putting something like that together. And, and like I said, it's a combination of, you know, we have great tech partners. Um, even, even a lot of just the, the notion of being able to unlock your powers, which is part of that lab experience yes. re requires, you know, the, 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 the trick is to, you've got to make it look easy. Yeah. Right. But it really isn't. I mean, you know, there's a lot, so much, so, so much brain power goes behind the scenes to kind of bring that stuff to life. And I'm always, I'm always in awe of it myself. One one of the things I wanted to mention um, also is that the cast that we keep referencing, you know, the, the experience that we went to is based in, in San Francisco. And so part of the way that you guys are getting uh, getting the community involved is that's where you find your cast from, right? Yeah. Is, is yeah. We're so we have in in the Stranger Things experience um, and this is this sort of a lot of the experiences we've done, but I think it's most representative in Stranger Things experience, which we have, we brought in casts from the series that are, that we, that we captured with, with new media based on the new story and are, they're kind of brought to life in a variety of like, you know, through special effects and media. Um, but then we have, there's a lot of actors involved that are, that are inside the lab um, and a lot of, a lot of characters uh, in, in mixtape area where, where you kind of go after the experience and even down to, um, you know, the security guards and, and, and folks who are, who are, you know, working on the hospitality side that all those folks are, are local. So it's, it's been really great to see in, in, in certain cities like LA, um, and now to a certain extent, New York and, you know, in San Francisco, we're doing the Stranger Things experience, but we're now going to be opening the, the Bridgerton Queens Ball experience there. So there, there are cities where in L.A. we had we had people who worked in the drive-in too, who then worked on Army of the Dead, the VR experience, who then worked on the Stranger Things pop-up 
store who then worked at the Queens Ball Bridgerton Experience, and they they're like members of a team now that are uh, almost like doing a show and rep, right? And that's that's been fantastic to see because there's, as you might imagine, there's 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 a whole lot of people involved at the local level who are making these things what they are on a daily basis. That's that's so great. I think getting the community involved in, in something like this is just one of the greatest things to hear because, you know, we had kind of heard that when we walked in and I was like, that's amazing. Like getting people from our area, right from our neck of the woods and knowing that they're participating in something bigger than life itself in some respects, it's it's great. And, you know, I think a lot of companies, some companies don't do that. And the fact that, you know, you guys are out there doing that, I think it's huge. So thank you for doing that, for supporting our local community. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, it makes it better. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're not just, you're not just in the, bringing your experience into a city with, you know, employees from another city. You're like, all right, we're going to make some money in your city. And we're also giving back money and, you know, and the venue probably benefits from it. And then the parking structures around the venue make some dough. And so everybody kind of, it helps us all. It helps everyone, which is great. You know, what's, what's some of the things you don't foresee that, that happen in that? Like, are there problems that you guys run into or is it all pretty smooth at this point with, with how you guys roll? No, I mean, look, we're, we are constantly learning, you know, as we, you know, as we go and, and, and I think we're, the the team's really obsessed on sort of delivering at the end of the day for us the thing that matters most is did a guest come and really feel like they got everything and more for 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 what they spent and and did they did they really come out having a great time you know we do we we see those types of the kpis we look for are like guest ratings like what do people think um are they talking about it and sharing it on social you know are they are they telling their friends about it and and so for us, um, what we're most sort of concerned with is how do we make that experience smoother and smoother and smoother? And I think when you get with, with each city, you know, when I, when we opened the La Casa de Papel experience, we opened in Paris first, and that was a very theatrical experience. Uh, you had to, um, you were, you're basically joining the gang to try to, you know, to try to break into the vault and, and. It, it was a pretty elaborate heist that you were taking part in. Um, and I think, you know, between Paris and the second city we did, we made a ton of adjustments to the show uh, based on just kind of feedback we got and what we saw worked and didn't work. And then we continued to kind of iterate it over five cities, I would say. So the San Francisco show, while if you went to New York and San Fran, you'd see, you know, the bells and whistled, whistles would be the same. There have been, little iterative steps taken to make sure that, you know, things run smoother and smoother and smoother at each step. So, you know, it's, it's, it is kind of an, it's ambitious. I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're dealing with live actors, when you're dealing with, you know, you're, you're hiring locally, um, you want every experience to be fantastic. And so that, so, so that's where, you know, I wouldn't say it's a challenge. I would just say it's where a lot, a lot of the work goes into making sure it's consistent across cities. Gotcha. You can definitely see how, how, how much it works out though, because like the overall process is so to get checked in, to do everything. It's so smooth. So definitely that's kudos to you because, you know, <laughs> managing large teams can definitely be a challenge. I mean, I've done it in the past and 
boy, can it be too much. <laughs> so definitely kudos to you. Now, as we begin to wrap up, uh, I, I am curious here, uh, what does the future of the Stranger Things experiences look like? Do they get updated? Do they stay the same? How does that work? Yeah, no, they'll, they'll certainly, I think this is a show that continues to evolve. And if you think about like, you know, seasons after season of the show, we've had, you've had like Scoops Ahoy come out and become like this kind of iconic element. You've had the Starcourt Mall. We've had, um, I think now with, with the new season, which I just absolutely love, um, there's just, there's just more iconic moments, right? We have, you know, we've already sort of introduced some of those moments like surfer boy pizza, uh, in, and Rinkomania into the experience. But I think it's safe to say that when we create something like this, we want to create it to be a bit of a, you know, a living, breathing thing that can evolve somewhat with, you know, with, with the next season and, and as you know, and, and also, um, still deliver at the end of the day, something that is just super authentic and, you know, kind of weaves all those elements together into something that, that is a, that is a, an end end narrative, you know? And, and so I think safe to say that we'll continue to evolve and this will continue to take on new dimension as we, as, as we, as we continue to tour it. Wow. I'll just say one of the, the you, you mentioned there's a an area where you kind of learn how to use your powers and the looks on some of the, the young kids faces when <laughs> they were learning their powers. It's you know, it is it's like watching the little kids at Disneyland when, you know, Mickey's running around or whatever the case may be. You guys really capture the moment really well. And on the back end, when you're in the mixtape, I mean, we were hanging out in there for a, a few hours doing our thing. <laughs> And we got some pizza and had a drink, a nice drink. And uh, it felt like hanging out in an 80s mall. Like it legit, yeah. you know, I'm old enough to know. And yes, it, it, you guys nailed it. So kudos, man. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I love hanging out in that in that mixtape area too. I, I, you know, and, and I have to say the cocktails are pretty good. They yeah. are really good. Yeah, no joke. Uh, we we had a, a few of them. <laughs> well, you, you know, it's funny. It's like you when you talk about like the the power, and, and it is kind of fun. Like this is a it, the, the the show itself. It's, you know, Stranger Things has captured such a wide, you know, and broad demographic of, of you know. The, and so you have, you know, you have kids, you have families, you have. It really runs the gamut. And so we we really wanted to make sure that we we're we were creating something that was going to be you know, good for families to experience with their, with their kids, um, as well as sort of deliver, you know, for, for, for people who were, who were coming to, to hang out and have a good time. And I think it's like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever done the wand shop at Harry Potter yeah. at Universal, but I love that experience. And my only, my only sort of like, like challenge with that experience is the fact that one kid gets picked usually yeah. right yeah. and and so what we really wanted to try to do was you want to kind of create an environment where everyone feels like they're you know they're special and they have they have that power um and that was that was a big thing early on in the thinking about it yeah it's uh it's definitely including everybody is such a great part because it also gets everybody involved and is having fun and then you can see the excitement everybody's even people who are like man i know it's not like but like i need to get you know what i mean like but they still try it, 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 it. 
yeah and it is great. funny to see like the 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 individuals who come in and they're like uh no i'm gonna i'm gonna watch <laughs> and then i always like to watch them by the end and 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 everyone's sort of like doing their doing their poses and things and, and it, it's a lot of fun to watch yeah it, it's it's incredible and, and it really was just such a blast to, to experience um now uh, as we do close up, uh, where can our audience learn more about uh, Stranger Things Experience or buy tickets? Yeah, so if you go to uh, StrangerThings-Experience.com, you will find all the information you need. And um, it'll have the cities where we're currently running. It'll have cities that are upcoming. Uh, we're actually um, we're going to be going to London. Uh, and we've got some other cities we're going to be announcing soon. So definitely check that out. And, um, and hopefully everyone can come, uh, come see us in person at the lab. Awesome. Yeah. Go, go to the lab, see what happens, see what you discover. Mike discovered some things about himself. Tell me about that. Mike. <laughs> I, I, well, I discovered that if you immediately have to go to the bathroom, like I usually do, uh, <laughs> you actually have to get a hall pass to go, uh, to the bathroom. So um, I got a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend using the restroom before the lab experience. Yes. That's right. Yes, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, we are so happy to have you here. And everybody, please go check it out. We're not just saying that. It is seriously one of the coolest things I've experienced. You know, Mike's been around for a while, and he can tell you that's one of his favorites. <laughs> that's right. I appreciate yeah. it. It's great to be here. Thank Thanks you. so much. Thank you Thanks so much. Take care, okay? Bye-bye.